0: Hi, I'm David, and I'm Shay, and you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, we'll be covering what we've been playing, the news, and for our main topic, we are going to delve into some expansions again, or the topic of expansions. Lots of people talking about whether expansions are necessary, and we're going to discuss that. Yeah.
1: We'll get into it.
0: That That is the theory. Also, it is our 150th episode.
1: Woo! If any of you guys have been listening either since the beginning, which thank you for sticking around after our first couple episodes. Yeah, they were terrible. They were not good. Um, or if you've uh, just, you know, binge listened to a bunch of them and are now keeping up with us, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to come on our social media and say hi and chat with us, we'll Feel do our free. best.
0: Yes. Uh, at some point I will post new episodes.
1: Yeah, I, you're pretty behind on that.
0: Yeah, very, very, very much you behind You should do on
1: that, it. like, t- tonight.
0: <sighs> I, I need a nap.
1: <laughs> okay, fine. Do it tomorrow morning.
0: Okay, let's get into what we've been playing.
1: Yes. What have you been Shay, playing? Did I play anything?
0: You did not play anything last week.
1: No, I did get a Kickstarter in, uh, of playing cards. I got Beth Sobel's playing cards and the uncut sheet, which you did tell me to not order it, but I was like, no, I want it. So I got it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Beth Sobel, who did the art for, uh, she did Wingspan, and she's done a lot of games. Yeah,
0: her her big ones right now are Calico, Cascadia, and Verdant is the one that's Mm -hmm. coming uh wingspan that's a big too. one she did not do
1: no i looked up her on, i looked up her up looked her up on bgg and i thought that was on there but
0: uh, i don't believe so at least yeah uh she does very clean art it's uh, gorgeous and realistic
1: yeah so right. she did a playing card kickstarter um all of all of river the cards and sand yeah something like that river and stone
0: river and stone,
1: stone. um <laughs> So yeah, you could get the playing cards and also the uncut sheet of all the cards with her art on them, and they are beautiful. I don't even know how I'm going to play with these cards because they're just gorgeous. Um, but I do have the, the sheet to at least, you know, hang up so that there's, you know, if they get a little worn around the edges, at least I got that sheet with them all pristine. But she does, the thing I like about them is she does the um, jack, queen, king, uh, the ace actually isn't a technically kind of a face card in this one, but um, at least the Jack, Queen, King in an interesting way. Uh, all of them are women on those instead of having, you know, the Jack, Queen, the King, and they're women through the three stages of life. So like a kid, um, middle-aged, and then old. And are,
0: are aces normally a face card? Are they not? No, I don't believe so.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I don't know much about playing cards, to be honest. I don't play a lot of card games. I, I bought them because they look pretty.
0: Yeah, um, I, these are a collector's item, and I don't think they're really meant to be played with.
1: They're good material to probably yeah. play with. but are, are,
0: are they solid plastic card?
1: They're pretty stiff, yeah. yeah. They're a little slippery, but I think that's not bad for playing cards technically. Um, no, it's not a bad
0: thing. No. I, I never looked at them. I never t- held them, so I can't say.
1: Yeah, they're hidden in my room right now. Yeah. Um, in a safe, oh, God. No, no, never, in a safe they'll, place. They'll never they're, come... They're on a shelf where nothing can touch them. Um, yeah.
0: Sorry, Beth Sobel, your cards have gone missing.
1: They're not missing. I know exactly where they are, <laughs> uh, but they're beautiful. And I just really like how the face cards are kind of unique in this one. There's um, another girl out there who's done uh, a, a, kind of a different thing with playing cards where... Kings and queens are equal, or there's a way that it's set up a little differently. Um, and it's very cool, but anyway, hers are just, you know, again, getting rid of that kind of king is over queen idea, right? Yep. So yeah, really cool.
0: Okay. I played Ginkopolis. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a game that's been out of print for a long time. Uh, I was pretty sure I was going to buy this game. Thankfully a friend bought it and we played it at his place. Uh, it is a good game. I'll start with that. It's a good game, Uh but it's not a game that we would play in our house. Okay. Uh, Jordan likened it to Flux with Tiles.
1: Oh, I'd probably like it then.
0: Yeah, so the the board is ever-changing, uh, in that basically in your turn you have three actions. You can either play a card for the resources, uh play a card for the number or letter on it and either build a floor up or build out. So urbanize, urbanize when you go into sprawling. So outside the initial grid and building is adding floors to the thing. Uh, your resources are, there's one resource and then there's money and victory points and tiles. Uh, Mm -hmm. You go around until you run out of tiles. Uh, a second time, when you run out of tiles the first time, whoever has tiles behind their screen can trade those back in for points. Which I collected a whole bunch of tiles and got ten points out of it. Nice. Uh, and yeah, so urbanize. It, it it is a neat game. So when you're urbanize. The tile that you place next to, you get the resource or resources from whatever those tiles has. So it can be victory points, it can be more tiles, or it can be resources. And the re- there's one one resource, everybody has the same resource. And basically, if you build a tile, you have to put a resource on it. Uh, if you build the second floor of a tile, you have to put two resources on it. And, and you go back and forth like this, And you can kick people out of their area Mm -hmm. and you can, it's area control at the end. So you get victory or however many victory points you counted, but then you start adding up area control. So if there's a area of six tiles, all of the same color and there's three colors you can, you you have, uh, you add up all of the resources on those tiles and whoever has the most gets that number. Whoever has second gets the amount of, Points that they contributed, or how many resources they contributed to that color. Uh, so it's very cutthroat because you can have a area of six tiles, and somebody can change the color in the middle of it from blue to red, and so they're no longer together. So there's lots of messing with your neighbor in that regard, mm-hmm. and. The board changes, as I say, every every time it comes to you. The board is different, and your goal is a little bit different. So i I don't feel like it's something that mom would like. No. So I don't think we would play it that frequently.
1: That's fair. And
0: you... if I do need to play it, I can play it over at my friends.
1: Yeah, I definitely like to try it. Yeah, try it. I, I like those ever changing styles of games. I think I think they're interesting.
0: It's it is a good mechanic. Uh, it's fairly pricey, sixty bucks uh, for about. Yeah. 10, or I guess you get about 60 tiles and a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's not cheap for what you get. Uh, but it's one of those grail games that everybody raved about how good it is. And it is a solid game. It's just I don't think it's the game for us. Yeah. I also played Coffee Traders.
1: Yeah, well you finally got this one to the table.
0: Finally got this one to the table. Uh, it is a heavy euro. Uh, dry, wonderful... Uh, thematic oh really well you're, you're it, it's sort of thematic a
1: little bit yeah. yeah
0: so you're you're free trade coffee brokers basically in it and there's five cooperatives that you're going to to get coffee from uh, the round is split up or there's three rounds and they're each split up into six phases uh, sort of like dinosaur island uh, so the first phase is your worker placement phase Uh, Where you're building new uh, plots Mm -hmm. or plantations, uh, or you're getting donkeys, which go from help you go from one plantation to the next, or you're putting. uh, What is the last? Or you can get money or a cat. (laughs) <laughs> a cat goes to the smotcher one, which is the wild resource. Gotcha. It's a type of cat, but I can't even pronounce it. And I I, I learned it from uh, the game in a nutshell, the Czechoslovakian guy.
1: Gotcha. So, so he didn't, didn't say it properly he, he either. He didn't say
0: it how, how the English would butcher it. Yeah. Right? And I couldn't pick it up from what he was saying. Uh, second phase, you're putting workers out on the plantations. Uh, It has to have a worker on that plantation or else it can't produce coffee. Third phase, you're doing buildings. Uh, So there's warehouses, which increase your stores for the end of each round of each coffee. Uh, There's free trade huts, which give you a bonus in each area when they produce coffee. And then there are, I think they're factories is the last one. Uh, And then... Those don't really give you anything but two coffee of the area that you build it in. Uh, fourth phase is collecting coffee. Uh, it, oh, sorry. In the third phase, you're also... You're,
1: skipped over three. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs>
0: so you have guys, and they're either constructor constructors or traders. So you can use them to build the buildings, or you can put them out onto the plantations... To get coffee from that region. Gotcha. Uh, when you when you're getting coffee, uh, whoever goes to that or whoever's trader goes there first gets a bonus one, and then the amount of coffee they produce just goes back and forth between however many people are there. We played this game at three. I think it would really shine at four or five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was still very good. Uh, anybody who's got a free trade hut gets a, one of the coffees off the top too. Uh, most you can ever get is five plus your bonus coffees. So there's two free trade spots and the first person. So at most, eight. Uh, that isn't a lot in this game. <laughs> they, they get used up really fast. Uh, and nobody really saved a bunch for the next round. The fun, or The fifth phase, you are doing contracts or delivering to coffee shops. That's how you're getting... You're in game points basically. Uh, you're not keeping any track of any points till the end of the game, then you have a score sheet that you fill out. Gotcha. Six phase is just a cleanup and you start over and you do it again. Uh, it took us about three hours, I would say, with the teach. It was long. It, yeah. It, it's a longer game considering your, you know, for the first phase is four actions, uh, and the third phase is about five actions at most, and, and the, the and the contracts, you do two or three contracts at most around. Uh, really solid game. Really thinky. All of us were taking, taking our time to make each decision because they all seem to be critical. Uh, we learned this game from the video, as I said. Yep. We sort of paused it before it got to final scoring. So we didn't have a great understanding of what the final scoring was. He talked about it earlier in the video, but only at high level. So there was about eighty points that were up for grabs that I didn't really understand, <laughs> and so I got rolled. Yep. <laughs> Again, most games I teach I do. Yep. Uh, but each area or each each of the cooperatives has an area control aspect to it. Uh, so your plots are each worth one. Your uh, free trade houses are worth one. Your factories are worth one, and then. There is, you each have one hospital that you can build in one of the different areas, and that's worth two. Uh, so whoever has the most gets 16 points. Nice. Yeah, I did not get 16 <laughs> points anywhere. So that hurt me dramatically. Uh, there's also area control when you're delivering to the coffee shops, uh, which are top to bottom. Uh, there's six tracks you can move up on. Uh, no, five tracks, because there's one for each of the uh, cooperatives. Uh, so there's points there as well. So you you're getting a lot of points at the end of the game, but none of us really knew where we were at till the end of the game, which I really liked. I, I think knowing how it scores, I'd have a better idea of how well I'm doing, but I still there's still enough going on that I don't think I would know for sure. Right. Uh big thumbs up, Coffee Traders. Cool. All right, let's get into the news, Shay. Let's this do is the news. Board on the air. I'm David and this is Shay. <laughs> I'm Shay. You're Shay? Yes. All
1: right. Um, We're still getting stuff from Gamma. Yes. He he keeps... The the guy I'm talking about is uh, someone on BGG who... uh, Eric, I think, is his name.
0: W. Eric Martin.
1: That's him. He posts a lot on there. He does a lot of the posting. He's one of the admins. Um,
0: So he... A little history on W, W. Eric Martin is he had a board game news either a youtube or website uh-huh and basically bgg bought him oh okay right well. and now he does all the news for them he's got one person helping him but he's only, he's one guy yeah so he goes to gamma he sees stuff for four days straight it takes him a while to get yeah. through all the different information
1: so <laughs> like every time i go on i'm like is this really the newest news it's like it's the same thing for the third week yeah um but yeah still a little bit more gamma stuff here um, a Parks expansion. Yes. So from the game Parks, uh, from, I think it's Keymaster Games, Parks Wildlife. Yeah. And there isn't much, like, they didn't show much information about it. Basically, it's a an expansion full of a bunch of little stuff for Parks.
0: Yeah, Par- Parks is a very pretty game. Uh, it's like Takedo, a so way of the path. Uh, I didn't find it that fun. Okay. Uh, this is the second expansion for it, I think. Is it like okay? Nightfall was the first one, and this will be the second. Uh, the art is very minimalistic. Uh, it's it is a very pretty game. They got game trays in it, but it just it didn't sing to me.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't own it. I've never played it, but uh, it was one that I recognized. Like, yep. there's a bunch of stuff from Gamma that he also posted of games that I didn't recognize companies i didn't recognize so i mainly filtered the stuff that i kind of knew about um next one's actually one that sounds really interesting um it's called wonderland's war it's from the people behind grim forest yes Uh, that was the main one that i recognized yeah druid city um and the same designers and stuff as well and it's an alice in wonderland themed game yep but Alice Wonderland-themed battle games. So the first couple uh, rounds, you spend kind of building up your tea party table, and then after that, you you kind of get all together, and then you fight each other, yeah. or fight things. I think you fight each other is what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, this um, was on Kickstarter last year. It's just delivering to consumers now, and it's going to hit retail, I think, next month.
1: Something like that, yeah. yeah he was just, they, they, he got to demo it, and I hadn't heard about it before, but looks really interesting. I like the theme idea. I'm not sure about the battle aspect of it, yeah. but it sounds like you're battling for kind of points and stuff, not necessarily to knock each other out, Yeah. so I, that could make it more fun.
0: For sure. I enjoyed uh, Grim Forest. I loved Grim Forest. It was a solid game. Uh, a lot of his other stuff, or their other stuff, I haven't played. Like, I haven't played any of the uh, Tidal Blade stuff. Or, uh, Sorcerer's City. There's a
1: a Aquatica one, I think, or something like that. There's a fish one that I saw when I looked them up. Aqualine? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they got other stuff. Grim Forest was one we really liked, so that's why I thought I'd mention it there. Uh, one that'll be interesting to you, quarter three in 2022, they're expecting a bonfire expansion to come out.
0: Yeah, it's, it's in Europe. Yeah. Uh... It's, Sorry, yes,
1: in North America they're expecting it. Yeah, it's
0: it. supposed to come in North America. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It adds some asymmetrical powers. It adds some events. It, it looks neat. I, I like Bonfire a lot, uh, so hopefully it adds to it and Yeah. not a, an expansion that uh, I Takes don't away. Need. Yeah. yeah,
1: we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, Another roll and write that sounded interesting. Now... Let me know. Have we played Floor Plan before? Yes. Okay, I thought so. I thought I recognized it. That's
0: the one me, you, and Jordan liked and Mum didn't like.
1: Yes, okay. I thought I recognized it, but good.
0: It was so the Haunted Mansion one or Winchester something? Winchester House. Yeah. So
1: Winchester, um, the Winchester House, if I'm not mistaken, is the one where the lady thought it was haunted. So she built, like, just uh, stairs to nowhere and random doors to confuse the, the spirits in the house. And so this version you have two floors that you can build and you're building in the Winchester house. Uh and I always thought that was such an interesting story. And I it's it's a neat idea to do a floor plan, but with two floors. Yep. So sounds cool, like the other game. Yep. Um so yeah, that one, that one was announced. Cool. That's all from Gamma. Now a couple other ones here. Uh big one, Agricola 15th Anniversary Edition. Yes. Uh supposed to be released at Spiel twenty twenty two. That's what they said. Yeah. Um, it is a big, big, big box that's supposed to contain everything that they've released for that game since it came out 15 years ago.
0: Yes. This is Lookout Games. Uh, I've played Agricola on the iPad. Mm-hmm. I get punished every time I try to play it. <laughs> it's one of those games where there's a cer- certain order you're supposed to do stuff with. Uh, and everybody's told me that Caverna does it better.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And I like Caverna. It's yeah. a solid game. I like Feast for Odin. Uh, so those are the ones of his that I, I, I play more. Uh, yeah. I, I have played this. It has a loyal following, but, you know, it's very punishing if you're not feeding your people.
1: Yeah. For people who like it, though, this game is very big. It's on the BGD Top 100, and like yep. you said, it has a big following, so it seems pretty neat. They don't have a price for it yet, though. No. It, it's a big box, so I expect it's going to be expensive. For
0: sure. <laughs> I... I... I'm curious because they, this is only their second Kickstarter. The first one was Grand Austria Hotel, which they only did the Kickstarter and aren't releasing into retail. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or It'll the be expansion to for Grand Austria Hotel. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious to see what they do.
1: Yeah. Um. Azul, the fourth Azul was announced. Um, Or more information came out about it. Okay. And that's, it's going to be called Azul Queen's Gardens. Yes. And it involves hex tiles. Yep. uh, Which it, and then it sounds like Azul, right? Like it sounds a lot like Summer Pavilion where you have different designs and colors. And you, you know, the way you take them is the same as most other ones. And then you're placing them out in these hexagon tiles in the gardens. Uh, You have your own storage area type thing. There's, besides that, there's not much information out there, but it sounds very much like Every other Azul game. Well, I thought they
0: had a bit more of a twist on it. I, I did a bunch of research when it was first announced, and it's all drawing a blank right now <laughs> as to what it did. But it to me it was very different than the other Azuls. Yeah. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. I'll finish off with the last one, save the other stuff for next week. Um fun one from April Fool's. A couple companies did some crazy or did some funny things. The yep. one I liked was um uh Mind Shift. Mind Shift games. The uh, uh, Voidfall Anachrony. Mind Clash. Mind Clash thank you. Um, Mind Shift is an app.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Mind Clash Games showed fake merchandise, and one I really wanted, they had an Anachrony watch that went backwards. I loved it. <laughs> it was very fun. I wish they were actually making that. Yep. Stonewire apparently has done this for a few years now. They actually release fun little things yep. on April Fools that are real um this year they did disc golf discs so yes. apparently um Jamieste he plays disc golf and so they custom printed disc golfs with a bunch of his board game stuff on them like from
0: uh the D- different com- yeah, or different different
1: games, games. And, a- and so
0: people in the company or designers yeah. and stuff yeah
1: the wingspan ones are cool looking so yeah. so yeah that is the news today
0: okay let's get into our main topic uh we were talking about expansions as I said Said at the top of the show, there have been a bunch of podcasts and you know different, different podcasters, YouTubers talking about bashing expansions, okay. where none of them are worth anything other than maybe one or two, uh, and that they avoid them like the plague. Right. Right. I. I like expansions. Uh, yeah. There are ones that I've bought that we don't use as much. Yeah. For sure. Uh, there's ones that we bought that we haven't even opened. Yes. Uh, but th- I think
1: I think that kind of makes sense when there's ones that, like, you buy the game and the expansion at the same time because they're both there and you just haven't played it yet. Be- yep. Like, you want to play the other one a few times before you play with the expansion.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I-, I know Viticulture. I got the expansion because everybody talks about how good Tuscany is. But it's Viticulture is one of those games I used to introduce people to board games. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, or I, I owned Tuscany for a long time before I played it because I was always teaching the game yeah. to first-time players, right? And and I think Vitic- or Tuscany takes it to another level, uh, a more uh, medium-weight game then. Yep. So that's why I don't use that one as much. Uh, the Wingspan expansions we use all the time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Right? Um, expansions I really like, like, to go to the the podcasters and yeah. stuff point, I don't think expansions are useless. I think that's a very harsh way to look at it. Um, I, like, like you said, I think there's games where, um, they might not work. Like, I don't love games where you get a ton of expansions. Like, where they have, like, 15 expansions. Like, Dominion I've never played, but yeah. I'm, I'm, like, the amount of expansions they release makes me go, ugh. Um, And there's a few other ones like that. Even Smash Up is like that where they have a whole bunch of add-ons or any living card game stuff like that where you add stuff in. Um, But I don't think they're useless. Um,
0: Like the the expansions that I think are overkill are for some of the big Kickstarters. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Where you get the base box and 12 extra expansions...
1: I don't mind promos, but it is interesting to me when they release say a brand new game and it already comes with two kicks or two expansions. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. You had these, like, I, I understand you had these planned, but couldn't you have just included them as a big box and modular ideas, right? Like, why are you selling it as an expansion if it's ready at the same time as the base? Well, game?
0: that's exactly it. If it, and this is one of the arguments is if it was sh- should have been as part of the base game you know or ships with the thing but wasn't part of the base game then was it really needed yeah right uh there are games though where the expansion has improved that game uh raiders of the north sea i'm looking at you right (laughs) the base game is good yeah with the expansions is phenomenal yeah right
1: and we've talked about champions too it's the same thing yeah um expansions or the the new thing I've seen in expansions and things I really like are modular ones yep. so Everdell has this um, they one of their expansion expansions has a whole bunch of things you can add in if you want to yep. um and so you don't have to play with all of them you can play with them just when it works for you and I think it makes it really easy to add things in bit by bit. Um, and also just to add them in, right? Instead yeah. of having to learn basically a whole other side game, you have like, oh, you just got to worry about these couple cards, right? Um, it's not nearly as as crazy, but you still get the full expansion experience because of what's all there.
0: Yeah, one one I'm looking at because it's right in front of me is Glenmore Chronicles 2, mm-hmm. right? The base game is in there, and then there's nine mini expansions that you can add to that game. Yeah. And we have not gotten into any of them yet. No. Uh but we've only played the game once, right? So, you know, you are paying for those expansions up front. Although that game is very reasonably priced, yeah, for how big it is and how much product you get with it.
1: Yeah. Whereas the Everdell one's overpriced. I, I cannot yeah. lie. Um, but that of the of the expansions, that one's probably the most worth it for its price because it gives you the most out of them.
0: Yeah. And then there's well, on Kickstarter today was Maglev Metro the expansions are mm-hmm. more map packs, right? Uh, so they're selling them individually or as a group. Uh, and individually it's one double-sided board, dual layer, granted, but they're 30 bucks per board. That's right? a lot. It is a lot and it's $80 if you buy them all together and shipping's $30, mm-hmm. right? I I like the game, we've played it a couple of times, But I have a hard time spending more than I do on the game for the expansions. Because they have a a package where you can get the three expansions and the base game. The three expansions are 90. Or no, 80 for the three expansions. And it's 120 with the base game. So it's more for the expansions than the base game. Yeah. Right? And, And there are expansions that we own that have never seen the light of day. Uh, should we have bought them? Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, most of the expansions we get, we do a little bit of research into first. Yeah. Uh, Isle of Cats, the expansion mm-hmm. was five, six player. I, I'm not a fan of games that just do more players in the expansion. Yeah. Because if it was meant to be played with that many players, it would have done it off the start. Yeah. So... Saying expansions are useless or not needed, I I can go with not needed on occasion, but there are some Uh, where they are.
1: Yeah, I think it's too black and white to say that they're never needed. Because it's like, maybe they aren't needed, but they're fun. Yeah. And yes, there are definitely games where the expansions take away from the game. For sure. So it's, it's not black and white.
0: No. I'm David. And I'm Shay. Talk to you next week.
1: Have a good night.